And then, you know, uh, exit you know that program Hot Ones? Oh, yeah. Okay, I feel like I'm about to go on Hot Ones. We did that here. We actually did the Hot Ones. Yeah, we I've done it. Game. I've done it. I just turned it down last week in L.A. I just didn't want to go to L.A. Oh, I don't blame you on that Fuck. one. Exactly. I mean, I, I did yeah. it in New York, like, in January. The problem is, is that if you fly home afterwards... Oh, exactly. You're just, you're just brewing you're just, on a plane. Yeah. No, you, you missed the story of last week. Oh, God. Last week's podcast. This man. No, I, I ate at our favorite brunch place, and there was a little bit too much of this weird oil on one of the dishes, uh-huh. and I ate it anyways, and then got on a plane, and oh. I was like, I almost died, yeah. Probably, probably, probably your almost experience. Died. When you get older, you'll, you'll, you'll learn to, to <laughs> partition everything around toilet breaks. Myself. <laughs> yeah, he literally pooped. <laughs> were you wearing the pen? <laughs> no, it was a bad day. It was, it was a bad day. day. Just like you were about to board the plane, and you're like, uh oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Don't have made a messy. <laughs> I just want to know what you did after that. Oh. Did you turn man. around or did you go board the plane? I boarded the plane. <laughs> well, I, I threw away. I threw away everything. Yeah. 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 Did I you throw it changed. away or did you push it in the corner? <laughs> I pushed it in the corner. Oh, nice. He's one of those guys. No, <laughs> the janitor was in the bathroom staring at my stall. Oh, so, I, so he really appreciated <laughs> you. Just I, just, I turned it to where he wasn't going to touch anything when he picked it up. Oh, like so I, ra- I wrapped it up. He still made a hundred percent, Cody. They were That's... screaming my name on the intercom. <laughs> And you couldn't be like, uh, <laughs> Cody you're just Garrett, like, he's, board your flight. I'm he's like, watching uh, me. Uh, uh, <laughs> my God. I'm not yeah. a DJ. On a I just well, put this right this, here. This is the first time I did that in like 12 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to the Unsubscribe Podcast, Bill Goldberg. Yeah, <laughs> Say intro. hi to Eli. It's racially ambiguous and baddie. That guy's fucking ridiculous and donut. It's harder to rhyme, but he's a really nice guy. Welcome to Unsubscribe. Hey, guys. <laughs> thanks for watching the Unsubscribe podcast. Um, make sure wherever you're listening or watching, whether it's on YouTube, uh, Castro, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon, Podbean, Stitcher, or that's all of them. Please leave a comment, uh, uh, like it, thumbs up it, give it a rating of five stars, whatever you do. It helps the podcast out immensely. And Donut and Eli will be very happy if you do that. And we want to make Donut and Eli happy today. Yeah. For five stars on everything and a comment if there is possible, because we need to be at the top. Donut, say something come. motivating. And that's where the, you come, that is... Come subscribe. You, we usually pop here. Uh, you usually, Mr. Steve Austin. Oh, okay. Do you just smash I'm not this? Steve Austin. Are you what? <laughs> oh, um, Kane. Who are we? Steve. Steve drinks Coors. No, actually, he drinks. Uh, what does he drink? Boom. Austin's beer. How about three sixteen. Uh, this is gold. <laughs> this is gold beer. <laughs> I was like, is he going to destroy me through a table if I call him Stone Cold? <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping a little bit. They were like, Eli, bring a Budweiser. I was like, okay, I know where this is going. Well, you went from one end of the spectrum to the next in a very short throw. Right? So you started off by calling me Steve, but then you handed me a Bud. So I mean, it's like anything you did prior to handing me the Bud is just off the... Oh man, that's great. (laughs) Now I know, okay. The grand equalizer. (laughs) How you doing, brother? It is great to have you. I don't, 
I'm fucking like, this is the first time I was like, ah, I got to put thought and process in the questions. No, you don't. Good. Thank God. Okay. Because yeah, really I didn't. You make a, don't, change, don't reinvent the wheel, dude. No, we're not. <laughs> I was just trying to make you feel important. No, I, I don't even need that. Oh, this is great. This is just another day on the Bunch Subscribe Podcast. We don't, we don't really plan things. We just kind of show up. It's usually later in the afternoon. I didn't really plan on opening my first bud at 11.15 in the morning. <laughs> I'm just so glad, glad you, you did. <laughs> I am glad you We're did. We're just trying to set your day up. You did you really expect me not to? I wasn't sure. You weren't sure? I, Tim, Tim Kennedy. Great impression that I left upon you in the first time. I, well, we were shooting weapons. Mini, <laughs> mini guns. Yeah. You were like, pass me the bud. <laughs> Where's the drinks? <laughs> I'm like, huh? I mowed the grass on that one. <laughs> that was a good one. I won't be doing that next time. Yeah, guys, if you didn't see that, we hung out recently and shot a minigun. One of our one of our buddies brought it up, and it, they looked cool as shit. And a lot, what a lot of people didn't realize is we were shooting blanks out of it. But when uh, when Matt took the fucking when it had the bullets in mm-hmm. it, it was 308, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a 308. He levitated. levitated backwards like yeah. five feet. It was insane. And what's the record with that? Let's I think it was it seven second burst or something yeah, like I that. I mean, he did two long enough. <laughs> that's for sure. Dude, that's two, and you get to see how fast it can move a dude. It's like two hundred twenty pounds. Like, oh my god! How do you like? He, he was braced, leaning into it, like ready to go. He did one burst, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" And he braced again and leaned in like even harder. And even then, he just. I think if he kept his finger on it, then he would have looked like he was doing one of those jet ski gimmicks. <laughs> we all would have died. Yeah, yeah. we all would have well, died. No He's just in the air floating, <laughs> shooting us. <laughs> just doing yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> mowing us down with 308. <laughs> uh, I think it was DTK Tactical Innovations, right? Was that what it was? Uh, I remember he was like, yeah. yeah so brought the, it out. Yeah, he's like, the burst is like, it goes down and to the right. So everybody stand to the left, and we all just like, over there, not behind him. Shift. The, gotcha. And that thing, no shit, was like straight down into the right. It was oh, wild. Terrifying. How could it be so much fun and so terrifying at the same time? Right. He brought it out in a That's Tesla, life. too, which is my favorite part. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tried, my favorite part was being behind him in my, in my, uh, TRX watching him four by four in a Tesla. That was freaking awesome. Oh, From yeah. behind. This yeah, that's down that range. Range. video too, but it was bitching. I had to do it. I'm, I'm, I guarantee it was the first time one of those fuckers went off. Because like, <laughs> that, that the ranch road is bad. Yeah, like it's it's hard for our raptors in some spots. And he took Which, it wouldn't Tesla. be hard for your raptor. It's uh, not very hard. Wow, <laughs> I'm just saying. Ding! <laughs> I said it once. Oh, yeah. I yeah. said five times within an hour. So that's just bell went off. every hour, right? <laughs> just every hour. Every just hour, you have to AVM when, when you're I'm awake. Like, your contract My yeah, wife yeah, wakes yeah. me up in the middle of the night. Dodge! Then I get him. He's having nightmares. No, no, no. Dodge, dodge, dodge. Yeah, I just spurt, spurt them all out at once so that I can sleep for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, it's just like the, the, high, the headlights just pop on outside. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, Dodge. <laughs> Dude, uh, speaking of cars, trucks, you have your YouTube channel coming to life, which is Goldberg's Garage. Goldberg's Garage, yeah, man. We shot that first video of Matt and I, and you were out there, and you know, uh, it was great production, great views, but then, boom, went off air for like six <laughs> months. But that's the reality of the of the garage build or of any build during freaking COVID. Everything shut you know, down. That- it, everything doubled in price and everything doubled in length of time to be done. So it, it, 
it's uh, uh, quite the balancing act. But hey, they're back in full force, and hopefully within a couple months it'll be finished. So hell, and you're a car guy. These you guys are car guys. Have you wrote first off? Fucking Tesla Plaid, if you've not rode in that thing. I've heard about it, and yeah, my buddy's got a 765LT, which is like the top of the food chain in the McLaren. McLaren, yeah. And he got in his son's Plaid, and he said he almost threw up. (laughs) It's nuts. It is mind Breaking. But then you got to plug in for like a day and a half to go drive down the street <laughs> afterwards, right? No, you okay? So, <laughs> He's like, hold oh, I had a nerve. Didn't I? <laughs> well, I, I traded the Hellcat Superstock for it. So you did? I, I offered it. I offered it to oh you first. I was waiting to tell you this on the podcast, but oh I offered it to you first. Oh. Well, all I can you say is, me. I get, but I get them at cost. So why oh. would I buy yours and make you lose? Because money? you told me. You were like, I'll buy yours. You just let me know me. when when you want to when you want to sell or get rid of it. And I was like, okay, Bill. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I'm buying another T Rex. Yeah, I'm I'm probably buying another Hellcat. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would too. I, I love I'd love that Tesla, dude. It drives itself. It's so cool. I just push the little button and it like takes me to Batty's house. You run into a cop every once in a while. And- Maybe autonomous drive. <laughs> Why well, did it do it? The, the car did it. Takes, it. Your, takes your, your your individuality completely out the window, and you just you know you're like a sheep now. <laughs> wow, he really he does not like electric vehicles. I'm the internal <laughs> internal internal combustion guy. I'm just holding on to it as long as humanly possible, and hopefully, from what I hear, Dodge is coming out with something that's going to knock people's socks off as like a grand hurrah. So, you know, um, in the electronic vehicle market, hell no, before they, get into, <laughs> before they get into that, I just want to know one thing. Okay. Mr. Responsible, like when you're done with the test, what, what do you do with the battery? What, you, what happens to the vehicle? I'm not Mr. Responsible. I don't. I'm, it's not an environment. We're drinking yeah. at 11 a.m. You got it. You, <laughs> no, that's a pot call in the kettle black. I'm just saying, why, why'd, you get, why'd you get in it? Because it's faster than dog shit. Yeah. That's exactly why I got it. Well, that, that is the only reason I got it. There I, you go. I like it even more. It's <laughs> simple. You, look, you press the horn and it makes a fart noise. It's really cool. That is pretty badass. And it's got a boombox on it. You, you can project music out of the front. So, like, if you're hanging out with friends, having some drinks at, at I don't know, the beach or some shit. With, with your Tesla out. Your Tesla on the beach. I don't know. <laughs> out in the mountain range. It, it has cool stuff in it. But no, it was because it was fast as shit. I went and test drove it. It was like, ah, yeah, this will make this will make good content. This will, you know, it'll be funny because so it's every, a write off. Because yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice. Everyone got mad at me because I traded, you know, a Hellcat Superstock in for the Tesla. But in the end, all that anger was just engagement for me, and it boosted my stats on YouTube. That's and, all that matters, right? In this day and age, forget about your own fun. Just get no, I mean, I'm more fun in it. Yeah, it's conform, fast, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's conform. scary fast. I didn't like that. It. One point nine, <laughs> zero to sixty in one point nine seconds. Like it's crazy. That's insanity. He he's like car. It took I mean, McLaren F one was the first car to break the three second barrier per production. But then it was like a decade before anything bro- was under three seconds for zero to sixty. Under two was unhurt. Like that was like nah, it's never gonna fucking happen. A million like it. years. It's amazing. And now it's. A fucking roller coaster. It's like, okay, ready, guys? Hit the launch button. <laughs> like, fucking, yeah. I just shit myself. <laughs> it's fucking insane. What's your okay? So, what is your favorite dream car, bar none? You just said it. McLaren F one. The ninety four, yeah, or ninety seven, yeah, absolutely. Oh, boy, 
My oh, ultimate God. 24 hours of, of, of being a car guy, well, I've done a couple of really cool things, but my brother's a Ferrari guy. So he lives in Aspen, and so uh, I got two brothers, and so all of us went to Aspen, and I jumped in the F40. Uh, older brother jumped in the F50, and then my oldest brother jumped in his Enzo, right? And so we went up Independence Pass. And just struggling a, family. A, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, my brother is really struggling. Sure. Barely getting me, by. He makes me look like a Man, my O'Connell van growing up. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what. But after I, and then we switched cars, so I got to drive them all, all three of them. And then 20, within 24 hours, I flew out to Northern California. I was doing a show. I can't remember the name of the show, but uh, an automotive show. And the CEO of Cisco had this thing called the Supercar Party. It was at some uh, road course up in Northern California. And it, he invited like 30 of the top CEOs around the country, and he had two 18-wheelers full of supercars. Oh, and he just unloaded them and lined them up one after one after another. And uh, you got 30 minutes in each car. That's buy so it. long. If you break it, you buy it. Ooh, I'd be like, well. And there was everything there. And oh. so within 24 hours, I got to go from the F40, the F50, and the Enzo right into the 97 F1. And I got to drive it, and it was the coolest experience of my entire life. I mean, <sighs> bar none is the coolest car I've ever driven. Yeah, that middle seat. Like so it. unbelievably oh. fast, normally aspirated, 638 horsepower, no power steering, no power brakes. No shit. Freaking no assistance. No, I didn't know that. No assistance. It's sick. It's, at, it's, it's like the F40. But ramped up. Yeah, it's you know? it on crack. It literally is that that BMW power plant. It's like the engine bay is lined with gold because it's the best heat like conductor. It is insane. Titanium. Uh, one of the first vehicles to have titanium alloy. Almost everything. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Things. I mean, it's in a class of its own. I, I had an opportunity to buy one in like 2010. And how much? It was a 800 lot. grand. You fucking passed more, on that? Yes, more and What the fuck? So, yeah. How much are they now? Between 18 and $30 million. <laughs> so if you ever want investment, sweat investment advice, sweating. don't ask me. What the fuck? 800 grand. But it was grand. hard to justify 800 grand in 2006 or whatever. It, it, at that time, it was just kind of hard to justify it for me. Or for any human being uh, that yeah. doesn't have more money <laughs> than they didn't know what to do yeah. with. But I mean, it was most definitely the the one that got away. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, eighteen million. Ah. Oh. Yeah, the last one went. Last one sold for twenty eight point five mil, I, I think. Yeah. And you're like eight hundred thousand. You're like, nah. <laughs> I'll pass on that guy. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> how, how many of them are there? Uh, less than a hundred. So there was, I think, eighty two made. Period. And there's still one that hasn't been titled at the factory. I think they were going to give it to Schumacher years ago or something happened with that, and it's still there, supposedly. Oh, dude. That's why if I was Lewis Hamilton, I'd be like, can I have it? Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> yeah. Like, just, just send just your boy that. that please. Yeah. I'll race for free this oh, year. So he's <laughs> he's kind of done it for himself. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, so. Dude, there's two McLaren F1, the, the GT Longtail. That's my, gorgeous. but there's only two of them. I don't even know how much those ones would One's sell for. coming up for auction. Oh God! You know how much that thing's gonna be? Just, I'm curious to see. Fifty million, probably. <laughs> yeah, like easy <laughs> for a car, for a fucking for car. car. Sit up, Matt Nevin. Hey guys, uh, <laughs> Black Rifle would love to have this. <laughs> <laughs> 
think of the content. He's just here working over here. I wonder what, what I could trade the plan. Yeah, I write this. Justify this purchase somehow. <laughs> God Almighty. Oh my God. Because yeah, I'm a car freak. That's for sure. That's the way to be. Like as you're saying, that's that's been my favorite. That's a dream car. Like. Now it's an unattainable dream car, I think. Yeah, <laughs> Unless I get I that say. Elon Musk status, like it's just never gonna happen. After seeing the prices now, I'm like, Fuck. unbelievable. But there's so many supercars out now, right? I mean, there's just like I can't even name all the manufacturers of the ones. Well, they're ultra cars now. Fuck supercars. Hypercars. Hypercars. Yeah, right. Hyper Hyper yeah, there's fucking hypercars now. Like, and what? As you're saying, that's actually true. There used to only be you'd have your Bugatti and you'd have the McLaren, you'd Ferrari. Have Ferrari, and you'd have a Lambo would have one, and Aston Martin would have one. But yeah. I mean, it, that's it. Now, fuck, there's got to be 20, 30 of them. Oh, yeah. And it's the new, pla new places are just popping up all yeah. the time. And the new speeds on these cars are like 300 plus miles an hour. Like, why? Wow. The Jesco. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. I like, wanted to buy one of those too. But <laughs> people in hell want ice water too. Right? Yeah. <laughs> 1.8 for those things. You're like, ah. yeah, it'll be 50 million next year. That's all good. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Dude, the, oh, oh, for two. The Countach. I was like, oh, that Countach is looking pretty. I'm the neighbor's like, got one for that has 2,000 miles on it. Brand new one. An old one. Well, have An you? Old oh God. Yeah, that's a. Yes. Did you know those were a hundred grand when eighty thousand dollars when the Countach Most first expensive came? car that was out. Yep. How old? How long ago was that? Seventies through eighty, and yeah. I think ninety was the last single production. I've never even heard of that. Lambo Countach. Countach. The one no. with the the first one with the doors that came up like this. What was the movie that? Uh, made Wolf it? of what wasn't? What, no, didn't they? No. It wasn't Wolf of Wall Street. But uh, it was the, the the Cannonball Run. Yeah, Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run. It's the OG. It's the first like it's uh, the first or, kind of thing. It's the OG. It's what kids had on like that poster with the Diablo. You'd have like your Countach, your and Diablo, and a hot blonde laying on it. Yeah, in a bikini, ruining that paint job. Fucking bending that. Wire got milk mustache. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> side by side. I'm talking about my room. <laughs> <laughs> or was Mark McGuire in the baby suit? I don't know. I don't know. He might have been on the limbo. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. <laughs> yeah, that is the new ones. Did you see how much the new fucking Countach is? Mm -mm, they're cool looking, though. 2.5 mil. Really? But that's nothing compared to all these other. I mean, there's I so many. The, the one of one Bugattis that they're building oh, right now. Oh, 10 mil out the gate. They're, they're, it's ridiculous. I mean, who the hell's. There's I'll stick to my <laughs> shitty Chevy's like <laughs> uh, My C10. How do you spell Countach? C O U N T. C O U N T. C O U N T. It's the Countach. Hush. I can't believe you've never seen it. I can't. Oh, yeah. It's like the Vice City car. Literally the Vice City car. Gotcha. Uh, Fluck, let's throw a Countach up on the, <laughs> on the screen here. The Lombrogani Countach. Countach. Lombrogani Countach. Yeah, the Countach. We love that. <laughs> the Doblo. The Fighting Chicken. <laughs> the Fighting Chicken. Oh, <laughs> Just making up names What's for the cars. One, the Merc the Merculago. The, the Merculago. Yeah, yeah, the Merculago. Hey, do you, do you know Henry Cavill? <laughs> no, I was thinking of Big H. I know Big H. What's he drive? Hmm. Henry Cavill. We have. Uh, he's. You know who he is, right? You've heard of the name. He's. The I, it sounds familiar, but I have no Superman. Superman. Uh, Superman. He's the Witcher. 
which are so he's an actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the he's the big jacked fucking great looking. Does, is, can can superheroes still be jacked now? Isn't that like against? <laughs> it's it's body body. has to be bisexual. And... It is body shaming. Where's my fat superhero, man? That's what I'm ready for. Let's go. It's on the way. Fat Thor. Never mind. It's fat on the Thor way. happened. Yeah, fat Thor did happen. Fat Thor did happen. Not that there's anything bad about it, but yeah, you get all the superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> My gigs are gone. <laughs> I'm just saying. We'll just, Where's my beer? We'll just start the podcast with that. Boo. <laughs> He's like, no, I should not have been on that show. <laughs> we'll just sound buy stuff together. Fuck Dodge. It's like, man, he really hates my wow. sponsor. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> I'm getting a dodge counter Can't on the screen while we're doing this. this. <laughs> so many good ones. Oh. oh my god. Okay, so this is first off, it's a gaming huge podcast. fan. So we're gonna talk oh. about video games. Huge fan. I dude, I, I can probably speak for everyone. It's like growing up and watching you at your fucking peak prime. But more importantly, that fuck your wrestling career. You're in video games. <laughs> <laughs> You're a video game character. And then once you became that character, then you became a wrestler? <laughs> or how was it flipped? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do anything to justify being a character prior to wrestling. I guess standing on the sidelines in the NFL probably doesn't qualify, but um, I think, yeah, the wrestling probably came first. Okay, okay. It's just, well, now we know that. I'm just saying. We were talking about, like, one of my favorite video games in my childhood was uh, Revenge for the Nintendo 64. <laughs> the WCW NWO Revenge. You're on the cover of that. And that's such, a, that's such a good fucking game, dude. I play. I put dude, so bro, many hundreds of hours so into that. Hours into those games. Have you played any of those old games? No. <laughs> I did not picture. I'm just saying. I, I know. know. Controllers. I mean, it's like my kid. You'd think my kid would want to play a video game where his dad is in it. He don't give a shit. He could care less. <laughs> he could care less. He just, you know. Let me play Madden. Well, I'm surely not in Madden because I was on the sidelines. So, I mean, I'm not even on a roster of anybody's <laughs> former team. Well, yeah, maybe one year out of the four that I'm still on the sidelines. So, anyway. Introducing 1990 Madden, was it Madden Sideline Edition? <laughs> yeah. Bill and the rest of the guys just hanging out on the sideline. You can't do anything. Square to high five. I remember one game in Cincinnati. I didn't. I wasn't playing. I was in street clothes, and I had to go get everybody hot dogs at halftime. It's like, Jesus Christ. That's far removed from being an NFL <laughs> Freaking defensive lineman. I didn't know that I had to go get hot dogs for all the veterans. Yeah. So, no, yeah. nothing very glorious fit. position. Holy shit, dude. I just. Did they even call you by your name at that point? Your hot dog guy? No. I don't even remember what they could. Goldie, probably. Yeah, hey, dog boy. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Go yeah. get our wieners. Oh. <laughs> I'll get you one day. <laughs> I'll take 12 hot dogs. <laughs> Watch that. You guys wait and see. Yeah, I'll be bigger than all of you. <laughs> and then it happened. <laughs> yeah, I, never, I never imagined. So is that the secret? I just got to go start buying hot dogs. For people. <laughs> Absolutely. It's all about being in the right place. Right? <laughs> Cody, do you need 12 hot dogs? <laughs> we already treat you like shit, so it's perfect. <laughs> nice. I fit right in. You guys fit right in for my past employers. Ginger, it's great. <laughs> you look great, though. You're beautiful. Oh, honey. 
like the neck. Okay, I need another swig off. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got my neck tattooed yesterday. That was a that fucking had to mistake. Feel great. It was uh, not ideal. Not the worst tattoo. Not the best either. I'm though. just saying, if you have a beard that covers your neck. Why would you get a neck tattoo? Does anyone ever I cover, ever see I it? covered, I, I was asked that a bunch, and I covered that this morning. My target audience isn't, you know, big, tall, 6'4 dudes. It's chicks that it's are 5'6 and under. It's about girls that who angle. Can see up under your shit. Exactly. Nice. It's all about the angle, brother. Good job, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has a Goldberg tattoo. I didn't even know that. Oh you God. actually started a whole fucking trend of, how does that feel? That, I didn't even think about that. You literally started a goddamn trend of the tribal Bald trend. goatee. White dudes? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Well, I'm just saying. It was like you, Steve Austin, and Mark McGuire on the same like couple years there. I know, just everyone up on the, just a bunch of shirtless dudes. <laughs> yeah. You know, my dad thought I was gay. <laughs> now it makes sense. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Stop rubbing maybe, Goldberg's poster. Maybe Eli. it all makes sense now. <laughs> Weird. You do wear a lot of dresses. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, ill click one day. <laughs> Were you ever on a Got Milk poster? No, okay. I wasn't, man. Okay. I, I probably was on the uh, carton for a wanted film. <laughs> <laughs> not, no, not an advertisement. This is the podcast. Everyone's like, oh my God, I have that milk thing. <laughs> he finds out he wasn't his true parents. Like awesome. He was adopted as a child. He's like, exactly. what's going on? <laughs> That's where I find out. Yeah. But tattoos, what made you get yours versus and then every other motherfucker? Tequila. Fucking Mexican style, love it. 100%. Yeah, I think I drank a half a bottle of tequila and said, you know what, I might as well go get a tattoo. I really want one. I always wanted one, you know, being a Jewish guy. I guess I can't be buried in a Jewish cemetery now, but it's all good. I do a lot of things that are <laughs> different. But, uh, <laughs> different. I just, I always wanted one. You know, for one reason or another, just to brand myself. And as far as uh, the content of what it was, I left it up to my tattoo artist. He and I kind of, I, I saw something that I liked years past, and I took a picture of it, and I brought it into him. And he's like, fuck that, man. We're not copying <laughs> nothing. We're going to do your own. I'm like, okay. <laughs> shot. You know, the first needle went in and then my blood just because all the alcohol right <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> bleeding everywhere so it's making me drink more and i mean you know <laughs> i really didn't have an idea to except for something tribal going in and uh, i left it up to his expertise you know he's uh, he's pretty damn well known in his area so and then a couple years later i went back and had him do that one and i need him to sleeve me up but I don't want to leave my wonderful place here in Texas, so I'm going to have to bring him here at some point. It's we, the best thing ever. Yeah, we, we have a that. guy. We have a guy that just moved down here. He came, Will came from Salt Lake, right? Yeah, Will's he, comes, the one he that, comes over to our house and just like yeah. does all our work. Yeah. Dude great. Does, That's the way to do it. Got, like This is a cover-up, and you can't even tell. It's like there was a sleeve under this, Damn. and he's going over it, and he's... But it's the best way to live is when your tattoo artists come over to your house. Man. 100%. <sighs> Especially for a lot of the like the long pieces, because it's like I'm getting drunk. I'm laying on my couch. Yeah, we're gonna watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be comfy. That's the yeah. best way to do it. I don't want to go to a shop anymore and be like, 
uncomfortable in a chair and then just sit there. Ugh. It's a fucking nightmare now. Fuck Still that. Still do it. <laughs> hour upon hour upon hour. Fuck that. No it's the worst. But yeah, you fucking started a whole goddamn trend. Literal. Super cool. <laughs> Everyone in their mom. I remember going to high school. Oh, like 16. Yeah, 16 year olds are getting it. You're just like, holy fuck, this is the thing. Fuck you, dad. Goldberg's got one. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of people in trouble. Uh, their sisters getting tattoos. Oh, that was the trampoline every day. Every summer when I was a kid, just spearing people. Oh, I thought like, you were spearing you... people's sisters. I was like, <laughs> nice. Like, oh, is, that what, is that what we're calling yeah. it? Yeah. Spearing. spearing. <laughs> the birds and the bees. <laughs> That's what I told my mom. I was practicing my spear. <laughs> Oh, my dad Goldberg already speared my sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and another swing. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Yeah. You should have uh, at least watched one episode before signing up. It's all good, man. I like it. It's like getting your pants pulled down on a live event, dude. You just have to go with it. Yeah, you're just like, okay, here we are. Fucking Blair dumb. pulled my pants down in the middle of a match. Really? Yeah, not all the way, but just my ass was hanging out. It was interesting. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. When was that? Oh, it was way too long ago. Uh, it was at a house show, one of those non-televised events we used to do, you know, uh, before COVID. Uh, you know, you'd have your shows that were televised, like right now. It's Monday Night Raw, and then Thursday Night, or Friday Night SmackDown. And in between, you'd do the cities in between the two Main major events. cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. And uh, it was non televised, it wasn't on TV. So I, he takes a lot of liberties and of course, has a lot of, of fun. And he has a, quite a different character than I do. And so when <laughs> to say last, it was kind of interesting. And, you know, truth be told, um, Flair had a house with my brother in college. No shit. So they and knew they, each other. And a guy named Ken Patera. If you're a big wrestling fan, know who that guy is. They all live together at University of Minnesota when my brothers played football. No shit. So now you can kind of understand how crazy the freaking Goldbergs are because my brother went after Patera with a hatchet one night. And not a hammer, a full-on hatchet. A hammer, <laughs> no, he started he started taking the door down. But anyway, Jewish um, and Cherokee—that's amazing. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> but uh, I, it, it was kind of a tie that I had to the wrestling business. Looking back, it's like, fuck, Goldberg's brother lived with Ric Flair during college at Ken Patera. That's fucking crazy. Pretty interesting. I mean, that's, it's like, for one of my things was, like, transitioning from the football thing into wrestling, but more, more on the line of being that individual that they were like, hey, we're going to make you this undefeatable monster that's not stoppable. You're going to have, like, the shortest matches possible. Most were, like, under 10 seconds. For fucking 100 and, was it 120? 70-something. I was fucking off by 50. God damn. It's all good. But being that person where they're like, hey, this is, like, how was that? What was that conversation? Like, we're like, this is this is going to be fucking. I just did what they told me to do. No shit. <laughs> no, I did, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it, you know. That, that's fucking insane. I, just, I came like, from honestly. professional football. I my accountant told me to get off my ass and go make some money. I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do. The last thing I wanted to do at that point was be a guy who ran around in the ring in his underwear <laughs> acting like I was hurting people. And I just came from the NFL trying to kill guys every fucking play. Yeah. Right? So it was different for me. It was weird. I had to 
go through a process of being of accepting it to myself so th- before I could put it out there for everyone else. And then, you know, I was a dub- I was I went and I met with WWE or WWF at the yeah, time. Yeah. And then that's when I had just gotten done from the Falcons. And so I was living in Atlanta. I went to school in Georgia. So, I mean, that was kind of like my new base. I've been there for years. And then WCW was was stationed, was, you know, their home base was Turner in Atlanta, right? So the training mm-hmm. facility was downtown. It was right there in my backyard. And being a football player and... <clears throat> liking to drink maybe every once in a while. We used to go out every freaking weekend in Atlanta. So I'd see these guys all the time. And, I mean, certain ones I'd see them and go, man, there's no way I'd ever do that, you know, be that. And then others I'd like, hmm, maybe it's attainable. Maybe I can do that, right? And Sting was the biggest guy in Dallas Page. Oh, yeah. And DDP. DDP I'd see out all the time. And and then Sting was a guy that I kind of just watched from afar and and watched how he did stuff. He owned a gym called Main Event Fitness, he and Lex Luger. And when I was with the Falcons, we used to train. I used to train at Main Event Fitness every day. No shit. And so I'd see the guys all the time. And Bagwell was a buddy of mine. And Steiner Brothers. I mean, so I had a relationship with those guys before I was a wrestler to a point. And then I had the opportunity to do the WWF thing, and it's like, man, I'm here in Atlanta. I might as well just hang with, you know, it's a different, it's 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 like standing on a diving board and not looking to see if there's any fucking water in the pool. I mean, it was a big jump for me. Oh, yeah. yeah man. You went from getting hot dogs <laughs> to potentially wrestling. In my underwear. <laughs> With guys. And so um, I'm looking at this career. It's real. (laughs) There's a lot of wieners involved. (laughs) You ain't heard nothing. (laughs) But then I'm like, you know what? I went up there. It's a whole different deal. It's completely out of my comfort zone. Why don't I try it here? You know, it's in my backyard. I just I can drive there every day. I don't have to move. I got people that I already know. So I picked up the phone. I called Bischoff and I'm like, hey, man, you know, I mean, I. I kind of want to do this. I'm not going to be freaking normal. This is not just I'm not going to try out. I'm going to be I'm not doing Fuck. anything to not be the man. Superstar. I'm going to that's what my, that's my goal. That Fuck should be yeah. everybody's fucking goal once they get into a different endeavor is to be the fucking best. Fucking cheers to that. Absolutely. So mm. I just brought my work ethic and my knowledge and my love of martial arts and UFC was freaking it just started. Just then. Start, I went dude. to the first seven of them with Hoist Gracie, yeah, the one that the boxer, fucking back tank. In, yeah, the guy with one glove. All oh, the old you. It was awesome, man. Yeah, it was awesome. And and I owned the largest MMA gym in North America. You know, towards the end of my my, my no WCW time. Yeah, in the late nineties in Atlanta, it was like forty thousand square feet. It was huge. Fucking and Couture and Brandelman and and Coleman and those guys would come to my place and train. And then I'm like, you know what? what? The and I, fu- I talked wild. Yeah, I talked to them about maybe fighting, and then I hear how much they're making, and then I see that. this wrestling thing, and I'm like, well, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not. I probably wouldn't have been that good because I didn't. I had no wrestling background. I mean, I studied martial arts for a while, but I mean, it wasn't like I was a fighter. I'm a football player, and. So I'm like, oh, when do I do? Oh, that's easy. And I figured out the wrestling thing. And then I I had kind of attached my character to my idols, the the UFC guys, the mm-hmm. guys who fought over in Japan at Pride. And, oh, fucking and Pride. I know all the oh, guys Pride, back Pride. in the day. I mean, Vanderlei Silva. 
Krokop asked me to go to Croatia, Croatia and train with him. I'm like, fuck that. Dude, what, are you kidding me? And <laughs> oh, you turned that down? I did. Yeah, I was freezing there. Oh, know? I bet. <laughs> but I know all those guys. And, and for me, that was something that it was very intriguing. And as far as like martial arts, you, there's, you're never going to meet anybody who knows everything. So you can always learn. You can always grow as an individual, as a student. And so I just started taking all these martial arts. And then I started buying all the videos. UFC, when they came out, had these training videos. I bought every fucking one of them, and I studied every one of them. And I'd go <laughs> down to the power plant, and I'd try to do those moves and not hurt guys and learn how to, how to take it to wrestling and how to have it work in wrestling. And nine times out of ten, it worked. You know, a couple of times it didn't <laughs> hurt but, the person. <laughs> um, I was like the Mike Tyson of wrestling. That was an MMA guy, and oh, you—it's like throwing, you know, Romans to the lions, right? And you have to be at the edge of your seat and watch everything that happens because it's going to happen in a short period of time, just like Tyson's fights. Oh yeah, fucking. You don't know what's going to happen, but you know shit's going to hit the fan, and somebody's going to get freaking nailed. And that was the intrigue that I brought to the business. And I was in the right place at the right time. And Hogan needed somebody to topple him. And literally, I was in the right place at the right time. It's not because of me being a great wrestler, because ask anybody in the world, I'm not. I'm just a, a decent showman. And I had Hogan, you know, teaching me along the way this, the, the little intricacies of how to be that guy. And uh, I never wanted to be the chain wrestler. I never was a guy who professed to go out there for 30 minutes because fuck, everybody can do, not everybody can do that, but everybody's seen that before. They haven't seen a shock and awe guy in the no. professional wrestling before. So I kind of coined that. And uh, like I said, I was very fortunate. I was in the right place at the right time. I didn't know the business. So I, so I, I entrusted everybody that was willing to teach me with a blind eye in that people would fuck me and lead me down the wrong way because they were either jealous or they didn't get the, whatever it may be. Yeah. I just, I didn't choose to be that guy. I just was chosen to be that guy because of various reasons. And I paid for it my whole fucking career because people, Oh, you can't, well, fuck. I put people in seats and I put them at the edge of their seat when it's time for me to nail somebody. So, I may not be a chain wrestler, but I never wanted to be. So I, I got my own niche kind of carved out. Right? Yeah. Oh, so fucking dope. The universe just kind of came together for you. 100%. I mean, it, it surely wasn't based upon my talent level. I mean, it was just <laughs> me being in the right place at the right time and having a great work ethic and not accepting being a freaking sheep. Yeah. I know everything. That ain't me. No, the other guys in that room were probably God damn it, my match lasts 40 minutes. <laughs> Bill just gets to run in. Bah, bah, dah, Dude, who's next? Was, and leave. <laughs> when, when, when Paul White, the, the big show, yeah, they yeah, called yeah. him yeah. the big show at, at WCW. Oh, God, that fucking He yeah. and I would go around the country doing main event dark shows, dark matches, which weren't televised. And literally, it would last. He would come out to the ring. They'd play his music. He'd be smoking a cigarette. Charles Robinson would, uh, the referee would bitch at him. He'd choke, pick Charles Robinson up and choke slam him. I come running in. I spear him. I jackhammer him. And I beat him before the bell rings. We did that all across the country. And 
people were on the edge of their fucking seat. Oh, every time I flipped out. Like, because, oh! because they couldn't, they, they had never seen a dude pick up a 525 pound guy and just walk around the ring with it's him. A fucking big show, man. Like, fuck. You know? And so that's all we needed. So Hogan, sometimes all he needs is a look. All he needs is to drop the leg. It It's based upon, it's not based upon, you know, repertoire. It's based upon, you know, end result. Yeah. Right? So. <laughs> Fucking crazy. That's so, ah, man. Big show. I would, man, Andre the Giant, all his drinking stories are some of the greatest stories oh, I have yeah. ever fucking heard. Shit's insane. Yeah. Do you know his stories? Yeah, you but, in the picture of them holding a regular size yeah. beer. And he'll do and like a hundred and twenty. Like Yeah, exactly. He's like, this is 16 ounce can. <laughs> like, oh the guy was man. Freaking huge. But he was in a lot of pain. He was miserable throughout his whole career life. And you know, it's everybody sees one side, but they fail to even look for the what other. What you're telling me what you see on TV isn't the like everything forever there's more behind the scenes well in certain that's circumstances, crazy yeah <laughs> most of the time what you see is truly how it is when did, <laughs> when, uh, when did he die that was in 1990 early 90s if i do remember i don't remember exactly you yeah. ever get to meet him mm -hmm. okay that was that he was in that early that was like the 80s was his like era. i yeah. think that was when he was he was that, but as you were saying, he was. He had the actual, like, gigantic, I forget what Acromaglia, it was. Acromaglia, the giganticism. Yeah, and that's that, like, pituitary glands just in fucking high. Yeah, just think about him, you know, his comfort level, trying to travel anywhere, in a car, on a plane. Just any of the normal things that normal people do were very uncomfortable and a task for him, so it just sucks. I mean, as great as he was on that, yeah. In this area, you had to feel for the guy and others. You know, he's a human being. So. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, like, one of the one of the stories I read about him is he got into like one of the the sixteen passenger Govey vans to go on an hour drive, but he bought a twenty four pack of Budweiser beforehand. And when they got there, he was asking for more beer. Oh you know, yeah, I mean, like I saying, think, he was no, probably just super uncomfortable the whole time, and like he was just like, "All right, we're gonna most <laughs> we're gonna likely." This. I think it was a twenty four case of wine. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh boy, yeah, because he has like I do. I want to say it's like the document world record for most beers in one sitting, which is like 120 uh, or something some like that. Insane shit. Yeah, homeboy was like Jesus Christ. Like the stories that are out there, which I fucking don't know how those are because they are stories. But you're like that dude would have been fun. <laughs> the iron, uh, the iron sheik, uh, lighting up joints on, on <laughs> planes back from Europe on the tours. Yeah, there were no some stories. Shit. These guys were crazy, man. As many times as people think that football players are the crazy ones, no. Ah, nah, I don't. I Imagine didn't picture crossing that. football players with like a rock star. That's what I literally envisioned. That, that's what, yeah. <laughs> you guys that's are. You guys are. Yeah, it's like no, I, I only mean that because of time on the road. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that mixture of that. Speaking of fucking, this is the one question I did document because I was like, oh, oh because my buddy, my buddy actually he. He was the one asking about this. He's like, hey, this is the only thing I want to know. What can he tell us about the time in the WWE plane was rumored to have been held at the Saudi airport? I wasn't there. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I wasn't there. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. your question answered. Yeah, thankfully yeah, that, was you, the one, that was the one Saudi <laughs> trip that I wasn't on. But from what I understand, it was a payment issue and... Um, they pulled the feed off of the Saudi T off of the Saudi pay-per-view and dude, the fans were, it's fucking... that's what made them hold the plane. 
until the feed was put back on. No shit. That's what I'm I've heard, but I wasn't there. Like I said, fortunately, yeah. that was I think the only Saudi trip that I didn't go on. That's crazy because the internet's apparently like what? like everything under the roof happened. That's why he asked that very specific question. I was like, I mean, I asked. It was, a, no shit, it was a shit storm for sure. I mean, the last trip that we had that I was on, well, February. Yeah, recently. Um, I mean, it went it went fairly well. Yeah, you sure. said you went to Dubai. No, it was. Uh, I think it was this time. It was Riyadh. Okay. Went through Dubai time a couple times before. This time we went through Ireland. Riyadh, very beautiful this time of year. I don't know where that is on the map um, <laughs> at all. I wouldn't say it's the most beautiful places by any stretch because there's really no green out there. But I, I got to say, man, um, if in a day and age when people center on stereotypes, how do you think the biggest, one of the largest Jewish guys who oh, are God. very high profile would feel going over to Saudi and wrestle. I didn't think about that. And I took my wife and my son on the first trip. Oh, yeah, your name's Goldberg, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they just called him Jew, man, when he walked out on stage. So, <laughs> so to make an extremely long story short, make an extremely long story short throughout all of my trips, and I said it to the press last time I was there, he couldn't. I really couldn't ask for more gracious freaking fans. I mean, they That's treated us like absolute gold. Whether it be in the ring, out of the ring, it was just—it was unbelievable. So, but so, the moral of the story is, I never would have gone there if it wasn't for wrestling and if it wasn't for the situation that we're in right now. And I did decide to go, and the stereotype was completely flipped. Yeah, you get to see that complete different side. It humanizes. It's like travel. I think it's Mark Twain said. It's like a well-traveled man is the least. Mark Twain, really? Yeah. Well, he, yeah, right I know. Mark Twain. But he, he, that's he's a well-traveled man. Won't will look at races completely different completely than somebody different. completely segmented. Well, in there's life. no question because you get to you get to. It's like plug and play. You get to act. You know. Yeah. You, you get to actually see what people are thinking. In real life. Yeah, and you're like you pass oh. judgment on your own as opposed to listening to what people say about. It. The fucking key in life. That is the key. Now I'm just gonna <laughs> judge everybody based on some shit I read on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook taught me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> fucking hey, man. Yeah, there's a change. I don't know. Twitter's Twitter's looking a little different. <laughs> oh yeah, completely different. Oh yeah, donut. Oh yeah, look guys, we got th this one, this one. Batty, hold that because it's orange like you. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a dad laugh right there. That, that was a dad, a dad laugh. What the hell like, was that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dang, that was a, that was a sim sympathy laugh. That was a I sympathy call. laugh. It wasn't a dad laugh. <laughs> 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 no, I got to go for it. Say no, no, fuck you. <laughs> Eli, do the fucking ad read. Hey, Adam Reds, we just got Smooth Operator. It is all the fucking veteran-owned, operated. I'm appreciative of the verbiage of that read. But thankfully, I'm Smells one of the owners. Nice. <laughs> I can say what I <laughs> But AdamRex.com with the Z. Uh, Goldberg's a huge fan of it, as you can tell. Buy this but shit <laughs> kill you. Look at this lush of hair. There it is. Buy this shit this yeah, that's the new tag. Look, Buy this shit and I kill you. Joe Bob's fine food. Eat here or I'll kill you. What movie is that for? I don't even remember that one. North Dallas 40. What is that? That's I've never seen that. movie in the history of the world. No shit. It's an old movie. I don't I'm watch... I'm person, so... But it's... Uh, yeah, 
Matuzak or Matuzak was uh, who was it? Yeah, Matuzak was in it. He was one of my idols. I don't know who the up. fuck that is. Defensive lineman for the Raiders back okay. when the Raiders were the Raiders when they were breaking people still. Yeah. Most people don't know this. We don't know sports. Also, I looked up. You in football? Let me see. So, and you didn't find anything. Um, football. Except she for didn't find anything. I never knew you played soccer, which makes sense. Going to the W. What position did you play? Forward, midfielder, or winger? What? Football. Wrong. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> You can hit him whenever you want, please. Honestly, it was I would love to see it. I'm not. I got you this. I know. I was thinking about that. That's why you're still breathing. Stop talking, or I'll fucking kill you. Just produce another one immediately. I was gonna Photoshop your face on football players doing soccer. I'm like, oh, what's the title of the episode? I don't even know what the title's gonna be of this episode. Someone sent something online, Goldberg. That's not football. That's soccer is football. I'm not even touching that. Walking away right the fuck now. Right the fuck now. They're two different things. So what got you? So you went from like, now are you officially retired? That was supposed to be. You're, oh, fucking jeez, my knees. You were just. What? (laughs) Jeez, my knees. Fuck. Sorry, I'll just say fuck. you still wrestling? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, man. Why? I'm still under contract till the end of the year. And uh, we're kind of talking about what the future lies what you know who knows i mean at the end of the day if you give me time i can get ready and i can freaking wrestle anybody but like this three-week shit that they've given me like the last time to saudi i had four weeks to get ready and i had covid when they called oof and i hadn't trained for two months and so at 55 (laughs) so how old are you i'm 37 imagine putting your body through that at 37 imagine at 55 I'm not gonna make it to 55. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it's it's a tough ask. Yeah, it's a tough yeah, ask. But crazy. if you give me two months with three enough months, zeros, uh, well, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> but no, forget about the money. The 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 fact is, is that I mean, and you guys, you know, you're, I'm a fucking warrior, yeah. right? I'm a I'm, I do things differently, and my mind is different than other people, and so. A warrior never knows when to fucking hang it up. And it's like, I always think I can compete. I always, I don't care if I'm fucking 80. I always think that, you know, 90% of me is better than 99% of Fuck yes. the rest of the fuckers on the planet. 100%. I, I, I feel that. But you have to feel that to be a guy like me. And so the the thing is, when to hang it up? You know, when are you embarrassing your kid? When are you, you know, <laughs> is it too much? Are you tarnishing your legacy? Fuck, you know, give me three months. See me and Bobby Lashley. I was two eighty five, ready to rock, you know. But three weeks, it was diff. It's a different story. So it's, if I'm allowed the prep time, I can do a couple more. If I'm not, I'm hanging it up. That's that's, that's pretty much where it is. That's crazy. As you're saying, it's a that mindset and a lot. It, I agree completely. Like a majority of the people we we roll with work with our close friends i always look at them like these are the top one percent these are the one percent of the, the one motivation is just different it's 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 on the a work ethic planet. every yeah, little thing it's a, it's fucking Everything. they crush life and it's a hard thing for people to grasp because they think they get it i'm like no the fuck you don't you start employing people or like doing that and you're like 
oh, this is the standard. And you're like, no, you got to go above and standard beyond. Standard's so low these days, it's, it's not even fucking fun. fucking stupid. I Bars on the floor, my man. <laughs> well, well mediocrity's become the norm. And, yeah, and, and excelling in anything, you're, you're a bad person if you're good. No, right? it's your fucking. That, well, that's your not going to change shit, me. You know? It's not going to change the way I train my son. I raise my son. He's going to be a fucking alpha, and nobody's ever going to have an issue with that because I don't give a shit. Because he's he's going to follow in my footsteps, my wife's footsteps, and you know there there are people that need to cut meat in the fucking world, but it ain't me. That's it. I mean, that's the best fucking state. Amen to that. I like that. That's I fucking say that all the time. I kind of made it up. But I'm just saying it's just it's the way that I am. It's the way that my family has always been. Shit's built different, man. Just, some people are built different. Like. People gotta cut me. It ain't me. Goldberg three sixteen. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> Nail it. Nail it. <laughs> really. <laughs> This is the episode of Eli finally fucking dies. He's a rise obituary on episode 27. Oh, I love oh, you. Shit. You got another one, right? You got, dude, I hope you got another one. I'm going to have that one. We can get it again. You got heart A? Do you drink hard alcohol? Hell yeah, but... Not before I have to go to my son's football practice. <laughs> That's the perfect reason to yeah, do it. Kill him. <laughs> Fuck! What are you doing, kid? You pussy! <laughs> oh, sorry. Just destroy. I had a couple of beers. <laughs> Can we just cut this whole episode? <laughs> it's gone. It's weird. We got a lot the end. Uh, it's like, can we just die? Can we just die? <laughs> Let's just let's talk about how cool Texas is. <laughs> Texas oh, is fucking awesome. Holy, yeah. you're near San Antonio. So coming from Mexico, <laughs> <laughs> I live somewhere on the Rio. Right? Yeah, how'd you get here? here? You're in Texas. <laughs> you know, here, 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 here's the deal. I grew up in Oklahoma, so I mean that has a lot to do with why I'm where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to go to L.A. for a number of years to, you know be close to the business, you know, television show here and appearances there. It, it, it seemed to be the right thing. Plus, my brother lived in San Diego, and uh, so I had a good in to the community there. I mean, he's got some nightclubs and restaurants and all this and that. He's got a lot of knowledge of the area. And uh, so I lived there for a while, and there are a lot of things and a lot of reasons why we left, um, but I'm a people person, man. Uh, unbeknownst to most everyone out there because when I'm on TV I one guy and when I'm off I like to be invisible but I mean I I'm I'm at home when I'm around the guys um I'm at home when I'm in a military setting I'm at home around a bunch of veterans I'm at home when I'm on 220 acres in the middle of fucking nowhere and nobody can get near me and if they do then they can pick your, they can just pick out which gun I'm going to shoot them <laughs> Um, so I mean, it's, it's, it's a it's a very liberating decision that we made coming out here, mm-hmm. and, and it was the third best decision of my life, and uh, uh, I I'm so happy now. It's not even funny. It's just absolutely wonderful. If I could have written a script for my son, we we moved because of my son. We wanted to make sure that he was in a great setting so that he could prosper. Uh, in the middle of America, hardworking people. Uh, God-fearing people, people who appreciate and respect the military, um, that's where we are. That's the, our, our, 
are, uh, that's how we're made up, you know, and, uh, I wanted him to to grow up in a situation like that, in a surrounding like that. And like I said, if I was like a screenwriter, I couldn't have written a better fucking uh, movie than we're living right now. Yeah, that for ending my right now, you're like, this is... It's, it's fantastic. It really is. My boy doesn't have one person that I met at his school that I dislike. I mean... The town shuts down at like nine o'clock at night, so we can't get into. It's just fantastic. <laughs> no, there's no trouble. Yeah, you can't yeah. get in trouble. It's great, and the people are wonderful, man. They oh. really are, and so it's it's kind of like a rebirth. Us moving out here, and uh, I was able to hook up with cool guys like you. Hey, you know me. So I mean, it's it's just been wonderful. It really has. It's it's like starting my life all over again because yeah. now we're doing things that we enjoy doing. And we're around people that we enjoy being around. Other, than kind of hanging out with you guys, but um, we're all right. <laughs> He's like, what? What do you say? We're, we're good. Well, a lot of us moved out here about a year and a half ago for the same reasons. Yeah. It's Where'd, like, you go? Where'd you come from? <clears throat> I came from Charlotte. He came from Vermont. Eli's been out here a couple years, though. But that was the first one, and then I got these fucks to move. Yeah, out. Yeah. I was like, come, come everybody from come Oregon. On down. Hey, <laughs> You're, you're appreciative of him pulling you out here. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes down to what you're talking about, like that mindset of people in our circle. We have a very small circle of people because we're all just like so driven and motivated to be successful. Yep. That's why it's like us, Black Rifle Boys, uh, Demo Ranch. Ranch yep. Like, yeah. And it's funny guys. how we all were separated, but we all magnetized towards each other once we got here. And we're all fighting for the same thing. And at the end of the day, we're all good people. Most of us. Yeah, most of us. I'm all right. Patty's a piece of I'm kind of a piece of shit. We're all going. But, I mean, you know, we have the same common goal and the same common way to accomplish it, kind of. So. And my group needed a Mexican-Asian to hang we out really, with. We really Jewish needed that. that. We, we got you. We're fucking man. They now you got a Jew. Mark that off the box. Check the box. Uh, ginger, uh, Mexican, Jew, ginger. white guy. <laughs> white guy. <Yeah>. White man. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> white man. <laughs> Do you, have you ever been upset that Quentin Tarantino didn't cast you as the bear Jew? No, not at all. <laughs> oh, my God. I would... Wouldn't you have made a good bear? It's all good. He would have been. A, you would have been a good bear. I would, I would have been a lot of good things. Flanking <laughs> the baseball bat on the, on the tunnel as he's coming out. His cut off oh, uniform. He's so much more scary than you on your off. I know. Just He's like, <laughs> like, oh god. Gotta be mean, right? God. So fucking. Did you ever live in Texas before? This was the first no. time you were just like, no. Nope, so my dream actually was to go to school at the University of Texas. Oh, shit. Until I met the head coach at the time, and then I was like, I ain't never going. <laughs> uh, and then I went to Georgia. But, yeah, that was uh, uh, in high school. It was a dream of mine to go to UT. And now I won't even set foot near Austin. So The only time I'll go up there is summer baseball with my son because – yeah. <laughs> he does football and baseball? Yes, unfortunately. Fortunately, but unfortunately. <laughs> Which yeah. what what do you want him to pursue as a I can't I can't chime in on that because I don't want to be selfish. But we all know football. What I want him to pursue. <laughs> but, but, I'm not gonna but football. Um, but the reality football is yeah. that, um I want him to be successful and to be a happy human being. If following a baseball career is what he loves and oh by the way it's probably har uh, uh, less harmful on your body than a football career 
then hey man go for it yeah. but i mean let's be honest i'm a football player and i never had the ability to go on as a baseball player but whatever he wants to do i'm fully behind it a thousand percent and uh he'll love you less but he supports it it's all good yeah <laughs> remember that game. I am disappointed. And today's the first day they're in full pads and they get the hit. So I can't wait. Oh. I can't wait to go see it. It's awesome. And he'll be starting in linebacker this year. And it's a totally different scenario than last year. He's sophomore. He's okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, God. He's, oh, he's probably, what, 6'2"? No, he's six foot, 195. So more than me. Dude, awesome. I was the kid. He's freaking stronger than I am now. <laughs> It's amazing. It's just like, Dad, I bitched 400 today. And you're Dude, like, he can do 75s, dumbbells like this, like nobody's business. I I, I, I was 5'1 I when I was a sophomore. 5'1? I didn't 5'1. I, 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 I went from 5'1 to like 5'11 in a year, and then I was 6'2 or some shit Jesus. after that. Bro, I, I was the smallest fucking dude until my, like, just as I was leaving high well, school. Well, I'm praying he finally gets a growth spurt. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I just hit puberty. <laughs> Eli's still 5'1". Yeah, if you watch last year's episode, <laughs> I'm like, hey, guys, you like beach walk on your double check. Your balls got hair today. No, at one actually dropped. Today. Yeah. This one. This one. <laughs> it was yeah. awesome turning through. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. But yeah, man, anything he wants to do, man, I'm fully behind. I got to be that dad. As long as it involves crushing people, I'm good with that. That's, see, you should, like, his kiddo just, John's a big boy. Holy My shit. My son, I don't know where he gets it from. He's 13, he weighs 180, and he's 5'3. Good Jesus. Yeah. And he's not fat. He's just like, he's strong. I've had him in mixed martial arts for like seven years now. Nice. Yeah. And he loves, he loves lifting and he loves, like fighting people. That's and, awesome. But he's like the kindest kid ever. But that's good because he shows range. Yeah. He, right? Well, yeah, he, he was getting bullied at school last year, and he came home, and he's like, Dad, I can wreck these guys. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, Dad, I could beat the shit out of it. But they're not like physically bullying him, so he's like, ah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, I don't really want to get in trouble because they're saying mean things. And he's like, I know if they put hands on me, just I can just tell wreck him. Just tell him to turn around and look at him and say, do you want me to kill you? Yeah. <laughs> and they'll stop. Yeah, he, he handled it. He did something like that. He That's told awesome. him not to mess with him anymore. He nice. was going to do bad things to him. So, Violence is sometimes the answer. <laughs> sometimes. I'm a firm believer that violence is definitely the answer. Yeah. In a lot of areas. It more. It does. Dude, Mr. Inbetween. I'm watching that. Fuck it. I don't know if you've ever watched Mr. Inbetween TV show. Easy. It'll take you no time to watch. It's an Australian-based show, but that is the main character's thing. Is He's like, they're like, violence isn't always the answer. He's like, yeah, it is. Yeah, can't. I'm going to fucking hit you. <laughs> violence is sometimes the answer. And he does it throughout the entire show. Very simple. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, this is great. You really, you really see nowadays, like, people who just haven't been hit in the face. <laughs> like, 99% oh, of the people who are on online. Like, oh, yeah, media. exactly. Yeah. It's like, you need hit. At like, least. growing up, just going to the bars, playing football, being in the army or whatever. Like, maybe just being in the, being in the military or just wherever, like. You've been hit in the face. You know when you need to shut the fuck up or when you need to shut somebody the fuck up. And, man, it's it's so wild to just be like, man, you have just never the ever Tyson, been punched. It's a completely different world we live in. Yeah. It's why it's insane. The Tyson, the Tyson airplane Holy incident. Shit. That dude's like being like poured water on Tyson. Could you imagine standing behind oh Mike Tyson screaming? I would have killed him. 
Like you, it's those bad fan interactions, which fan interactions, you, like they're fucking great. You were, you love the people that got you where you are, that supported you along your journey. But don't be a fucking dickhead. Like, oh, see, you know, here's the deal. People see, people think that if they pay a ticket and you know they get to enter, then they can act any way they want. Well, that's not really the case. No, that's not society. <laughs> I headbutted a guy through a fence one time. That's just at your today. kid's fifth I didn't birthday, put my right? Hands on it. There's <laughs> a cat. Wham. He shut the fuck up, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, real good. Guaranteed. Never talk back again. Not to me. I mean, not, not to anybody. But people like, just well, don't learn. I mean, they don't. And there's not a situation to where they can learn because they'll call the cops on you. It's just, it's a different deal. It's a different you complaint. You have, about to, you on you have to deal with people Reed. differently. You days, do. You know? Holy True. shit. Because that, oh. that stupid motherfucker on the airplane is going to get paid. Probably. I hope he doesn't. I don't, uh, I don't think he will. You don't think so? I, I mean, he poured water on the dude. Like, that alone. They have. Well, I mean, that's the video that's evidence. Right. Leading, yeah, yeah, the video that's, evidence that's no before. But it is sometimes easier. Man, that's that hard one. Really just well, like, you got to listen to the, the court of I public law at this point. That he ain't getting a penny. Yeah. That's, I hope. Fucking, that's, I hope not. I hope they don't settle Can you imagine a world shit. where it's, it's fun to trash talk Mike Tyson? Like... What kind of an ignoramus would you be <laughs> to talk shit to Mike Tyson? That man is terrifying, no matter you. what age. It's quite obviously someone who's never seen him fight. No. Or no. was too 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 young to have know who the hell. I mean, I just. I that dude probably it. was like, you were in that movie, Hangover. Exactly. <laughs> it's That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk shit to this dude. It's like, weird. You got your ass beat by a professional boxer. Who destroyed people in Literally his prime? The, the, <laughs> He's the, lucky he was alive. It's insane, yeah. yeah. right? He didn't fucking ruin his face with a hit. I love that before and after picture. That he's just like, like, <laughs> like homeboy got his ass. But he's like, oh, that's what life is. <laughs> <laughs> but you but I guarantee he'll he won't learn. No, that no, fucker ain't gonna learn shit. Not a chance. That dude's too so old. So if you're on my plane, dude, don't come near me. That's all I can say. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. And still, I guarantee that. That's what's crazy to me. I'm like, I look at you. I'm like, that's the dude I want to fuck with. Just, I mean, he tore his sleeves off of a perfectly good shirt. <laughs> I'm, I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> I'm not getting his face. <laughs> but there's dudes that would be like, fuck that dude. I'm going to. It's just like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that logic. He's bigger than me. I just me. don't get it. No. The right. guy who was harassing him wasn't even like a big dude. <laughs> like, in what world? What did you think? He's like, I can't be touched. I'm safe right here. What? Yeah. This is my safe space bubble. You can't get me. What do you, what do you think going to happen, man? This isn't Twitter the anymore. Fact that they don't, the fact that that doesn't even enter his mind that. is amazing to me. It just shows you where we are. Oh, read uh, TikTok. TikTok, I've never seen, thankfully, Savannah's TikTok. She shows me. Like all that stuff. I don't know if you've even looked at. I've never. <laughs> don't run. It's brain rot. That tactic. That's it is. Yeah. It is that new general. And that's like this is the first time I feel old because I look at that style of content. I'm like, what the fuck mm -hmm. is going on? But then you get to see yesterday's thing she showed me was a video. It's uh, a psychologist post that was just saying it's like if you were left to, uh, you know, make your kid cry it out. I think all of us did that. I, at least I did with no, Ryden. Like, son. yeah, you let your kid cry it out. I don't know like, kids. Fuck that. that you let your lizards God. cry it out. I love <laughs> yeah. my, I love yeah, your lizards, lizards and, and your cats. cats. <laughs> yeah. They cry it out. I just lock them in the bathroom and I'm like, shut the fuck up. 
But it, it was defi- it was saying that was terrible for your kids, and that's why they have anxiety and stuff in this day and age. It's, kids, when I was, I was, when like, I was a kid, kids, kids didn't even know what fucking anxiety was. Right? I didn't even know what a seatbelt was going on. <laughs> or, or, or a helmet. Yeah, like yeah. none of that. I woke up. It was like, all right, it's daylight. Get out of the house. Door Bingo. shut. Right. And I was gone yeah, until that's it. dark. That's yeah. it. My parents would say, don't come back until yes, dark. Yeah. And even then, and then it was we, like, all right, you got two hours after it's dark to make sure your ass is home. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And then we shot each other with BB guns <laughs> while riding bicycles. Yes, we did that too. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a different No night. helmet. No nothing. It's just a different day, man. It's crazy when you look We're at that soft. stuff. Yeah, You're so soft. Holy shit. It is a soft. Look at the military. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I can't even picture it. Like, going from... Just being the idea of using the phone in the military now and basic. I remember that was becoming a cycle thing. And then the red cards, because I was at that cycle transition before we were still in BDUs. It was that last. And then there was the generation after you. Yeah. 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 And it was just that we're like, oh, and then people look at mine is soft. And I was like, damn. That's back in the day when they would like have drill sergeants and he's like drill sergeant and be like, what's this? It's like, it's cake. And they're like, ha! And they just <laughs> you in the face. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is a different military and you get to see that transition. Because now they're going to have like cell phones and stress cards and all that stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Especially Forget when, about that. How about the requirements? Oh, yeah, like comparatively. How many, they call it hell week or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. How many fucking people do you think that go through it now could have gone through it when you went through it? No. No. I mean, seriously. It's different. It's Honestly. absolutely. Uh, three quarters of class. Yeah, they go. I, I, I'd say three, like, that. there's that last would quarter. Would fail. No, I'd say the last quarter would fail, 100%. Three quarters, I would say, because there's still, even, because I went through, like, the generation. I went through in 2009, mm-hmm. which is when you got out, right? Or you got out in 2008? Eight, yeah, because you had the three, uh, you had your red week. I don't even know what red week is anymore. Uh, then you have your, your last week. Is your hill week. It's red, yeah, yeah. red, white, blue, they call them now. And then you have your black gold phases, which is when you're leaving. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably different now because this was in 2009. Everything's fucking different. Yeah, exactly, yeah. but... Even that first week when I was there, you had people fucking crying and trying to quit and shit. And I know for a fact, four or five years prior, it was even harder because <laughs> I was in that weird transitional phase. Like yeah. things were starting to change when I was in there. Like, and I couldn't even imagine seeing some of the dudes like just bawling their eyes out at night in a bunk with another fucking guy above them. Dude, straight crying. There's no screaming way. and crying. What would have happened if that was during your tenure? Oh, when we had our dudes, like, I told you guys stories about, like, the suicide watch people. They'd be like, I'm going to kill myself. Oh, yeah, take the and shoelaces like, and a crazy vest. You're going to kill yourself? Okay, guess what? We have to have six people on guard just for him at night for one hour, and you have to rotate guard to watch him not com- kill himself at night. So we're like... This piece of shit just made me wake up right. an extra hour. <laughs> like no one would say shit because you're like, oh, I'm gonna make every motherfucker, and and then, and then that's the hey, you're not killing yourself, right? So every five minutes you're just like, hey, buddy, like wake if up. He's got a concussion. Make sure he's not sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, uh. I'm just on suicide watch. I thought you had a concussion. <laughs> but that's literally like, and then that I don't even know how that is because it was that. And that guy got. We should talk to Nico about that. Oh, Nico would be a good one. We should go through Army boot camp for a video. Nope. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. of, I'd like, love to see that. 
and I'm we not get going through it with. No. Yeah, you'll I'll get military it. pay. Yeah. yeah, you'll get paid. I'm good. A thousand dollars for three <laughs> months. Of your, <laughs> for three months of your life. Oh, you were an E four basically. Okay, <laughs> I was an E three. Oh, E one fuzzy boy and then E two after. Fuck off. Oh. I didn't have any friends that would join, so I get. Bro, that was the weirdest shit. When you were joining, the recruiters would be like, "Yo, if you can get a couple people to sign up, we'll bump your rank." That was a thing, an incentive when I was joining. Same. That was for, for us, too. Because I got E2 because I got a friend to join. Imagine being <laughs> that douchebag. It's like, hey, man, you want to join with me? And they're like, okay. I'm like, yes. That's more, that's, that's You'll get free more, college and it's dope as fuck. <laughs> Both of my friends died. That <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, fucked you up Sorry I forgot to tell you that part. <laughs> but but I got like my E3. And <laughs> <laughs> I got a promotion. <laughs> Dude, that, sorry. If you think about that, that is the most fucked up shit. That's pretty fucked up. That is. You Talk know. about throwing you. You're getting your buddies to join me. And no one was 19. Oh, God. Oh Yo, man, I got to join the army. You want to join too? You don't even need to be in the infantry like me. It won't ruin your life or anything. Yeah. The PTS, that's not real yet. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. It's called the surge. I don't know headache. what that means. Oh, yeah. my God. War, you won't even have to. It's like, oh man, this got real fucked. Oh man, now I'm in war. <laughs> Literally, I should have done this. That happens like the first time everyone's like so eager for a gunfight, and you're like, fuck yeah, you're like going on that first, and then like on the way, and then like bullets are hitting the side of your vehicle, and you're like, oh man, I might have fucked. <laughs> like dismount left, action right, I'm like. <laughs> running out some juju. It's like, oh, oh man, there's like 16 more months of this. <laughs> but it was fine after the first one. Ah, like <laughs> you get a few reps in, it gets an adjustment period. <laughs> yeah. Just like anything else. Yeah, I got a, a comfortable enough to fall asleep going to missions. I'd just be like, <laughs> ping, 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 off the And they'd be like, dismount life. I'm like, <laughs> just weapon on fire I'm like okay let's go buddies but yeah you just fucking fall asleep you got so comfortable with the lineage I tell you guys it's like towards the end you just do not give a fuck about like anything you just see a line of cherries because we're smoking on the way to a mission it's like this is a high value target <laughs> <laughs> You, there's whoa, a sniper whoa, mark whoa, to whoa. your head. Don't care. It'll be in the head. Won't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> just walking in mission. <laughs> Ashen everywhere. It was bad. Like, we didn't give a fuck towards the end. Quite obviously. Like, fuck, man. Yeah, I would not do that again for a million dollars. I'm like, nah. You, you, you like, romanticize it, and then you're like... Then reality hits. Yeah, you're like, oh, man. Reality be different. Plus, if Iraq was, like, Hawaii... <sighs> Way better. Iraq's Iraq. It's 140 degrees during the day. It's fucking miserable, and you get a shower once every 20 days, 22 days. So you're just nice. like, like, ah, this is not worth two thousand dollars a month. Not worth it. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's fun times. Never again. Oh man, guys, uh, let's Bill, sir. When's the last time you played a video game? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this is a good question. Um, maybe three weeks ago with my son. Mad? What? 100%. Yeah. Are you a Madden player? I was three weeks ago with my son. 
See, Madden, during the when I was in the NFL, Madden was the hot shit, right? Yep. So everybody would play their own characters, right? Because I was the Falcon, I was in the NFL, and everybody plays their own shit. Well, I didn't have Who, who did you get to play? Because right, so For me, it was different. Right? Hot dog simulator. For me. Exactly. I was the vendor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't the don't, 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 don't the guy on the sidelines with the dogs. That's me. Yeah, he's a mini yeah. game. <laughs> I did have a number on my shirt, but that was it. Did you? How many games did you actually get a? Fuck, I don't know. Probably like five a year for my three years. So I played like fifteen, twenty. Okay, games, that's not. Like, that's I mean, so I, fucking. I, that's I, respectable. I, I, Fuck. I disrespect my career, but I mean, yeah, I, I got to play in some. Would you play video games with us for video? Not not right now. Depends on what the video is. What if we What if we put What if we put him through some ridiculous video games? Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Someone who doesn't play video games. Why don't you make me play myself and have you kill me (laughs) with with the goofiest wrestling character humanly possible? Oh, let's play Revenge. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. WrestleMania 2000 was a better game. It was no, a better game. No, Revenge. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I, you weren't on the cover of that one. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. Sorry. I'm putting my foot down. WrestleMania 2000 was a better N64 game. In the know. comments, Revenge right. had a better cover. <laughs> Revenge. Cover. I'll give you that. In the comments, guys, what was better? Revenge or WrestleMania 2000? I'm just saying. It had the black cartridge. Yeah, it looked fucking cool. Real. Yeah, but Revenge had a black cartridge, too. Did it? Yeah. Oh, they both did. And you, had, right. you had fucking Bill staring down Hulk. I mean, by the oh, that was the NWO. That NWO. That was the NWO era. Fucking. Uh, that was that cover. Was like NWO Hulk. If I yeah, remember. Yeah, it was WCW right. NWO Revenge. Yep, 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 yep. That was a crazy time period. I remember that. Yes, it was a crazy time. Period. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the night. height of chaos. Like it was night? unreal, man. You know, right when I broke in, it was the Monday Night Wars. It was just we were. That was my shit. Monday Night Raw was Monday my night shit. Football. It was crazy. Damn. That's why they moved Monday Night Football to 9 p.m. Because it was you, going head to head with with our two shows. That's at eight. Fuck it. It's just moving fucking fo- American football to that's a different time got, slot. Um, who was the comedian they got uh, host or uh, commentating the NFL at the time? Um, when was this? 98, 99? Fuck, when was this? Yeah, late like 90s. Late 90s. Yeah, late um, 90s. The stand up comedian that had the TV show that was a commentator for Monday Night Football. Fuck. Um, but they brought him in to get a different sector, you know, a different population watching it. Different demographic to watch it. Yeah, yeah they tried to steal absolutely. it from us, and it didn't work. And they're like, no, nah, this is bigger than... That was... Was it, was that wrestling at its peak? Oh, think? yeah, I would say so. Viewership, numbers, everything-wise, that was like, I think... Merchandise. Late, late 90s, early 2000s. That's, yeah. that's what I watched. Like, was I was huge. a fucking freak about Monday Night Raw. That was, was, that was my shit. Yeah, I can remember that's like part of my childhood is like those specific fights, all those big things where you're like, oh, fuck. I like, Kane taking off his mask for the first time. That shit was wild. Fucking you getting tased. <laughs> like, where were you when Elvis died? Well, I don't know, but when Kane took his mask off. <laughs> <laughs> I was here. That was fucking huge. <laughs> was that Nash hitting you with a fucking taser? How'd that bro, feel? I love Kane. It was, was that a real, like, how strong was that taser? I wanted the one. I my, the whole idea was that I wanted the one that shot in you, like a oh, like a yes. I wanted that. You wanted the barbs, not the cattle prod. Percent. If you're gonna take me down, then you got to take Hear me that down demo, to something Matt? real, right? 
Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's okay. No, it's not on national television. It's not my first loss in 176 matches, right? So, yeah, that's what I called for. But they didn't want to do it. And so we had to go with the prod thing. But eh, you know. It still would not have felt good. <laughs> no, it, 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 it wasn't active. But still, um, comparatively, it visually, it wasn't near what the freaking barbs would have been. Barbs would have been like... Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. picture the like lock up and like as you're charging, you just like fucking. Because uh, it would have been bad if I would have crapped my pants when that happened. But <laughs> I did want that. I did want to do that. Yeah, because the, the leaner you are, the more the the current the currency flows through you. Well, I wasn't very lean at the you. time, so I think I would have been good. Yeah, maybe. Oh, some people like drop. Some people are like, eh, it's like mace and any of that stuff. Too. I've never hit with barbs. I've been fucking hit with a. I've been hit with fucking, the handheld. Yeah, me. I haven't been hit with the barbs. No. I thought you huh. were a police, Cody. didn't you have to... I, I have we we, we didn't have video. tasers. We went hands-on with people. We didn't use them. Oh, fuck. Sorry, yeah. hardcore. Yeah. Jesus. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I taser, shot taser, people. Taser. <laughs> I asked questions later. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was no taser, taser, taser. No, they didn't have, to, dude, they didn't taser, have tasers. Taser. Taser. <laughs> 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 oh, that wasn't a taser. <laughs> Fucking God, I oh, hate man. those videos so much. <laughs> Close it out, Batty. Batty, let's hear the close out. Thank you for watching the Unsubscribe Podcast and or listening to the Unsubscribe Podcast today. Of course, as always, we have Donut Operator, Eli Double Tap, myself, Batty Screams, and our very fucking special guest, Bill Goldberg, who's in my house. I have Goldberg in my house right now. That's fucking wild. The value finally went up on this place. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. This is as good as it's going to get. It's all downhill from here. Thank you for watching, No, guys. wait, wait, wait. Oh, plug yourself, bro. What do we got? What do we got? You got Goldberg's, Goldberg's Garage. Garage. You got... Goldberg's Garage, man. 14 yeah, matches the, coming the up. YouTube channel, uh, uh, Goldberg's Garage, will be back up and running when these guys come out and shoot at the place, but it has to be finished first, so oh. that's what's been the problem, and, you know, it's all good. A couple months, we'll be up and running. Goldberg95 on Instagram, and none of the other shit really matters, to be honest with you. Huge TikToker. Big on TikTok. coming out soon, man. The uh, uh, hard seltzer that uh, myself and Barrett Jackson and the I'm Shelby family this. and everybody invested in. The it's Shelby a, family? No shit. It's a big <laughs> sponsor. And it is the, uh, the official sponsor of the Professional Fight League. And unsubscribe for two hundred thousand a year. Crazy. Boom. <laughs> it's a verbal Ball. contract <laughs> that he talked about. <laughs> oh man! Bye everyone. See Bye. You. I love you. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. That's how it goes. It's really no different than what I do. Actually, I've got mine tomorrow. But all we do is talk about cars. So.